Hey everyone, welcome back to the Infatuation Podcast. Uh, I think we have a really great show for you today. We are talking about Asian travel, and I asked a bunch of my guests over the last six months or so some of their favorite travel destinations, as well as some travel tips and hacks, as well as disaster stories. And I compiled them all here. And then over the summer, around the end of July, I met up with a good friend of ours, Isabel Wong, a financial journalist from Hong Kong, who also produces a podcast called Proudly Asian. If you want to hear more about her, you can listen to our episode about her. I forgot to look up the number of the episode, but it was a while ago. And so Isabel happened to be in L.A., and I happened to be in L.A. at the same time while we were on our family vacation. And so we met up at my sister's house and we recorded this episode, and it was super fun to see her in person. We've only met on Zoom before that, so it was really kind of fun. And we had lunch together with our families, and so it just was super great. So I know it's it's a little late in the season for travel. It's almost October, but, you know, better late than never. This episode took a lot longer than I thought to put together, so hopefully it's still useful. You know, bookmark this episode. Maybe it'll come in handy sometime in your life. I hope so. But until then, enjoy the episode, and as usual, thanks for listening. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to the Infatuation Podcast, the road edition. We are on location today in Los Angeles, and this episode has been actually five or six months in the making. So if you guys remember, we did a dating episode in in February for Valentine's Day, and, and I asked people questions ahead of time about dating. But this time we're going to do a similar type show where for the last five or six months I've been asking my guests travel questions and so i've compiled their their travel answers so we'll be talking about that and i like to have people help me comment on the the answers so we have a very special guest who flew all the way to the united states just to do this podcast everyone that's that's her dedication it is our old friend isabel from hong kong welcome back to the show isabel Hello, Katis. Hello, everyone. It's so nice joining you in person. We are looking at each other, I having know. this conversation. We just met like two hours ago for the first <laughs> time in person, but it's great. It's like meeting a pen friend. <laughs> it is. It is. And uh, see, now that we're in America, as well, you can drop the, the British accent if you like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me go change into a California accent. <laughs> uh, do you ask for a bottle of water? It's like a bottle oh. of water. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. That's, that, that could pass. That nice. Could pass. All right. So Isabel's going to help me because one, of the, one, we just happened to time out. So I'm in Los Angeles visiting my sister. And Isabel's here visiting her partner's family. And so we just timed it out perfectly. And we happen to be here at the same time. And normally I greet my guests by asking if they've eaten yet, like sick famea. But I know the answer. We just came from lunch together and we are stuffed. Shout out to Miss Chi in Culver City, uh, Chef Shirley Chung's restaurant. She stuffed us with food. So if we nod off during the podcast, if there's long silences, <laughs> it's because we've nodded off from a food coma. <laughs> exactly. So, so hopefully we should have some coffee or something. Again. I know. <laughs> but we'll get through this. We'll get through this. So thank you for coming on, Isabel. This is going to be fun. Yes. Um, and so just to refresh everyone's memory, Isabel has been living in Hong Kong for over 10 years, grew up in England, and is the wonderful host of the Proudly Asian podcast. How's the podcast going? 
It's amazing. Actually, this month we're doing proudly Asian Food Month, mm-hmm. so we've been pushing out more like delicious content in audio and video format on our IG. Yeah. Yeah, and so I've seen a lot of American restaurants, well, international restaurants located here in America. So fun, mm-hmm. fun. And uh, so, are you, have you been recording during this trip at all, or is this your first recording? I have, but I'm I'm trying to take it easy. It's kind of yeah, like a yeah. summer holiday for me. Yeah, you've been working crazy hours. Have you been waking up at three in the morning to do meetings in Hong Kong? Or pretty much, pretty <laughs> oh, much. No. So yeah, I mean, so part of um, my trip here is like the first two weeks were really working from home, and so I was kind of working Asia hours, oh, man. <laughs> which is like fifteen hours different. Exactly. Oh no. But I think you're starting a vaca- actual vacation soon, right? Yes, yes. Oh, thank God. All right, good, good, good. So if you don't remember, Isabel and I met during the pandemic online through a few couple mutual friends. We have a podcast group where we talk, lament. What else do we do? We, we support each other. We bounce ideas off each other. And so it's been fun getting to know Isabel online, but now we're actually in person. So this could be an annual Yay. event. You guys come, you're going to come to LA once a year, maybe we can yes. do this once a year. We got to get, we got to get the other folks out here. We got to get our friend Lingji and Ben yeah. out here. We got to time it. Roxanne and Jules. This is, a, you know, we have Australia, New York. Hong Kong, Singapore. We also have France, don't we? Oh yeah, we haven't talked to Linda for a while. Mm-hmm. But man, what? How would that be if we maybe Hawaii? Is that kind of the middle point? I could do. Yeah. <laughs> LA is pretty good too. All or right, maybe well, we should all meet in Asia. <laughs> we need a sugar daddy. We need someone with like deep pockets and a private jet to get oh, us. Yeah. yeah, Hong Kong would be great. That would be nice. Australia would be fun too. Yes. So yes. many good locations. We just every year do a different location. We do Singapore one year, New York. We all live in pretty great cities, I yeah, think. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. This is a travel episode. <laughs> but what we're going to do is, so I've been asking people questions about travel, and we'll get to those in a second. I'll play you the snippets. But uh, how about you? you? You seem like a pretty prolific traveler, like... Before the pandemic, uh, would you say you you try to do one or two trips a year? Yeah, I mean that might be the minimum. Uh-huh. Um, oh no, I'm I'm in by no means bragging. Um, yeah, yeah. But since we live in Asia, right, so it's so easy it's to travel around spot, yeah. different Asian countries. So Japan, you know, like we're next to South Korea, Taiwan, and all that. Uh, so yeah. it's kind of a little bit easier to get like three to five trips in. What would a what would a flight to Japan to Tokyo from Hong Kong to Tokyo, couple hundred bucks? Oh, way more than that. Oh, okay. I think um, right now it would be around like at least seven hundred US dollars. Seven hundred That's almost okay. No, that's true. Yeah. from here would be like fifteen hundred. I think. Oof, wow. But but it's only a two and a half hour flying or something. No, it's uh, from Hong Kong to Tokyo is. Uh, five hours ish okay i have no idea (laughs) my geography (laughs) terrible here so five okay that's pretty far okay so that's but still compared for me it would be 15 hours exactly yeah so that's pretty cool so you try to do like a short trip could be philippines would be a couple hours yeah yeah and Vietnam is one and a half hour away. Taiwan oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 South of China, you're right there. You can walk. <laughs> you can walk to South of China if you wanted to. But uh, yeah, so pretty cool. So so you're a traveler. Have you always been that way? Like when you were in England, did you travel much in England? 
Yes, I did. Actually, as a middle school or high school student, I would always go around and visit my friends in Europe, uh, like yeah. some of them in Sweden, um, Germany, Italy, and all that. And it, it's really cheap, also. Like I would say, even cheaper than Asia travels. Like sometimes mm. you could go on like budget airlines. Shout out to Ryanair. Yeah, like right. you could get. 20 pound deals from wow. London to maybe um, Italy or just any random destinations yeah. in Europe. Or trains. Trains in Europe is easy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Okay, so we're going to talk travel. We'll get more of your opinions later. So we did uh, a couple snippets with some really cool, ho- um, some really cool guests. Uh, Sarah and Caitlin from The Walks of Life, they do this cool Chinese cooking blog. Uh, actors, we had Steve Alaric, uh, Amy Park from Alaska Daily. We had Alyssa Kim from Beef. And we had cookbook authors. Uh, Andrea Huynh does Vietnamese cooking. And then Lon Lam works for America's Test Kitchen. We had her on. Then we had uh, influencers. Jeffy Hamazaki is a model and a men's fashion content creator, as well as designer Michelle Hanabusa. She's the founder of Uprisers, as well as Hate is a Virus. So we have some really, really cool guests. Uh, So are you ready to listen to our first uh, snippet? Always. All right, let's do it. So I'll play it for everyone at home as well, and then we'll talk about it. So the first question was... What is your favorite Asian destination and why? Sarah and Kaylin from Walks of Life. Uh, what is your favorite Asian destination and why? Um, uh, yeah, China. I would say Shanghai <laughs> uh, to be specific. Um, my mom's family, a lot of my mom's family is still there. And we always love going and uh, visiting and eating and the city is just so vibrant and awesome yeah. um so we we can't wait to go back we last time we were there was in november of 2018 so we're due for another uh, another trip yeah yeah all right we're here with actor steven alaric and we're going to ask you some travel questions uh steve what is your favorite asian destination and why so my first instinct says uh, anywhere that has dim sum, <laughs> right? <laughs> so as a Toronto uh, Chinese, you're a Chinese American, a Chinese Canadian from Toronto, yeah. That's right, man. So anywhere that has dim sum, but if you're talking about countries, the only Asian country I've been to was Japan, but it was phenomenal. It was uh, phenomenal to just kind of see how different their way of life was, and and I got to see all the three big cities, so it was great. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely on my list for sure. We'll see. 2024, maybe. Fingers crossed, 2024. All right, Amy Park of the show Alaska Daily, can you give us one of your favorite Asian destinations and why? Cambodia and Bali. Uh, Bali is is the home for my soul, and Cambodia has taught me that even when you have nothing, you truly can give everything. Oh, wow. You know, we did an episode with the Donut Princess, Meili Tao, and uh, she she spoke very highly of Cambodia as well. And her her memoir, her mom's memoir, is really powerful. Of she, her mom grew up in the Khmer Rouge time, and yeah, it's 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 been through some stuff. Cambodia has been through some stuff. Absolutely, but their people, my goodness, they are just they they walk with their hearts. Beautiful. Oh wow! Okay, great, Rex. Uh, so I'm talking with Alyssa Kim, an actress from Beef. Uh, Alyssa, what is your favorite Asian destination and why when you travel? Um, I would say it's Tokyo. Because oh. it, when I was living in Seoul, it was very close and very different. Uh-huh. So you yeah. get 
uh, a lot of uh, a very foreign sites um, with small amount of time and money. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's my dream to go. I think next summer we're going to try to go to Japan. So I hope, fingers crossed, everything <laughs> works out. So we are talking to Andrea Nguyen, a cookbook author. Andrea, what is your favorite Asian destination and why? Oh, well, I like to go to Vietnam. I haven't been in a while, but, you know, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a place where it seems familiar, but it's not. It's a place where I fit in, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and I always learn something new, like every moment that I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Lon, how about you? Favorite Asian destination? Maybe not favorite, but aspirational because I really want to go here. Um, I would love to go to Kyoto. I've never uh, been to Japan. Um, it feels like since it has opened up, everybody is going and I'm so uh, jealous. Yeah, um, seems like everyone. huh? All right. So I'm here with Jeff Yamazaki. Jeff, do you have a favorite Asian destination and why? Yeah, so I haven't been to a lot of Asian countries yet. Uh, it's only been Japan and Taiwan. Uh, but hands down, Japan is my favorite Asian destination yeah. because it's, you know, it's it's safe. Uh, the food is incredible. Yeah. People are friendly. And it's like a similar standard of living as the U.S. So, you know, there's not as big of a culture shock, um, yeah. you know, living-wise. And you can get like, by in English. Like, I mean, you speak Japanese, but you can pretty much get by with English. Oh, yeah. Definitely, especially in Tokyo. If you go in the more rural areas, it might be a little bit tougher. But in Tokyo, you'll do just fine. Yeah. And hey, how's that exchange rate right now? Oh my it's god, it's amazing. Right? <laughs> yeah, everything is so cheap. Yeah. You get like a twenty percent discount on everything. It feels like it, huh? So I might have to. Load, I'm thinking about going in 2024. So maybe I'll go mm -hmm. stock up on a little yen while I can. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm transferring over money little by little too. Oh, you have an account over there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the way. Little to, by little. That's the way to do it. All right. So we're talking to Michelle Hanabusa, founder and creative director at Uprisers. Michelle, what is your favorite Asian destination and why? Japan. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much inspiration, and um, I feel I feel the most comfortable being out there actually. How about city not other than Tokyo that you love in Japan? Mm, Mie, my mom's um, hometown. Oh, cool, cool, cool. All right. Mm. See, I noticed a theme in those answers. A lot of Japan. Have you been to Japan? Yes, I have. It was actually my first trip that I took after I moved to Asia back in 2013. Uh. It was my first time in Japan, and it was Hokkaido for me. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, do you have a favorite Asian destination? It's uh, <laughs> hard to pick. I would thought of um, it's kind of between Japan and Bali. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I noticed you nodding for the Bali one mm -hmm. or Indonesia. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, one of the best places in Asia. Best mm. people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You were just there what last year or a year and a half ago? It was um, earlier this year. I was there for about two weeks. It was my second time there, mm. and I just kind of like took it slow. Did not have a lot of like grand yeah. plans, and so it kind of allowed me to immerse myself in that daily lives in Bali. Uh, and you don't need grand plans, right? You just wake up and decide what to do. No, because the Balinese way of living is just like go with the flow. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I it's interesting. I've heard a couple people recommend Cambodia lately. Mm. I've never had it on my list. I wonder if I should put it on my list. I guess it sounds like I should. I've never been. Yeah, but uh, the, I heard the food is very underrated. Like a lot of us don't know very much about Cambodian food or Khmer food. But uh, yeah, it seems like a country that, I don't want to say just now, but it's rebounded since the 70s. It's taken a while to rebuild back up. But now I think people are starting to talk about it as a destination. Mm. And the elephants and the, <laughs> and the, yeah, the culture. So, okay, so, so we have some good recommendations there. Definitely a lot of Japan. Uh, but yeah, some, some cool spots there. All right, let's go to the next question. Next question, I think Lon kind of already answered it, but it's our bucket list Asian destination. So, uh, Isabel, think of yours as well as we do this one. <laughs> do you have a bucket list destination in Asia? I would Singapore. say Singapore. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Singapore looms large <laughs> yeah. with the, you yeah. know, the hawker. Uh, Absolutely. Markets and all that and good ultimate stuff. melting pot of cultures. It's really good. Yeah, like the Indian food. I'm just like, damn, you got it all. Street food. Yeah, it's, no, that's going to be good. Yeah, that would be good. All right. Hey, do you got a bucket list Asian destination? Hong Kong. Yeah. That's where my grandfather's from. So I, I really okay. want to get there and, you know, yeah, yeah. it's based with my, with my heritage. Yeah, and the, and the dim sum hits a little different over in uh, oh, Hong Kong, too. <laughs> I can't wait to find that out, man. <laughs> uh, do you have a bucket list Asia destination? India and Singapore. Oh, wow. Well, yes. You know what? That's like the third time Singapore has come up. That's a lot of people's list. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of my friends have visited there. I have a few friends who live there, and um, I'm vegan, so the vegan scene apparently is awesome there. So I'm excited to check it out. Mm-hmm. I got a book recommendation for you. If you like India travel, we did an interview with uh, author Cecily Wong, and she did a book called Kaleidoscope. So if you need a if you need a beach read, go grab Kaleidoscope. It's a it's a good fun read. Thank you so much. Sure. Do you have an Asian destination on your bucket list somewhere you haven't been yet, but you really want to go? Dubai. Really? Okay. Yeah. What what what's the attraction there? Is it just the architecture, the shopping? What what's attractive I, I to about you, Dubai? Like architecture and shopping, but my friend lived there, <laughs> and he just talk so highly about the city and it was like yeah i'm in i'm sold super super modern and just just everything state-of-the-art yeah okay cool that's a new one i have no one said that one before. Oh, yeah. so yeah good well you just stole my second question what is your bucket list destination in asia <laughs> Ooh, bucket list destination chiang mai i think oh Maybe. okay another place i've never been but would like yeah. to go yeah it would be I, some I, good eating yeah, it would I, be. I would love to get back to Thailand. The last time I was there was in 1992. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I went to Chiang Mai and Bangkok and some other places, and lots has changed. Um, yeah. I would love to return. But Kyoto, yes. Osaka, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Hokkaido, yes. I'd love uh-huh. to go to Seoul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good poll. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, uh, there's, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> Hangzhou, out, Hangzhou outside of Shanghai. Is yeah, Hangzhou. gardens, yeah. Uh, hey, do you have a bucket list? Since you've only been to a couple places, do you have a bucket list Asia destination? Yes. Uh, first is definitely South Korea. Okay. Because of the K-pop <laughs> yeah. and K-drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean. The second is more 
Um, I also do want to do Shanghai uh-huh. uh, one time with my friends that could kind of show me around. Yeah. And then the other ones are like Singapore, Thailand, uh-huh. Vietnam, those Southeast Asian countries. Yeah, yeah. I think we were we just talked about on our fashion episode. We talked about the the cultures and watching people walk around. I think Shanghai is a good walking around town. Right. And I think Singapore. You know, for fashion, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. <laughs> they like their handbags over there in Singapore. <laughs> for sure. yeah, yeah. Do you have a bucket list Asian destination? Ooh, uh, Vietnam. Really? Okay. What's your uh, for food or for culture? What would you want to go to Vietnam for? Everything. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's Probably the cool food. Way. Yeah, the f- <laughs> we just did a couple shows on Vietnamese cuisine. So oh, you I'm, did nice. Jones in to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a little more variety of answers there, though. Singapore came up, came up a few times. Mm. Um, yeah, some interesting... You could hear me. Sometimes I, I sounded surprised <laughs> when they answered because I, I wasn't expecting Dubai and I wasn't expecting... Uh, yeah, that wasn't on my list. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've only known Dubai from a few, you know, golf tournaments or, or stuff like that, but... <laughs> Apparently, it is amazing. It's just a man-made city. It's very modern and very That's true. luxurious. Yeah. But um, yeah, so a uh, bunch of Singapores. And you said you've been to Singapore before? Yes, I have. Um, great food. Great food. I would definitely go back for that uh, black pepper crab or chili crab. Mm. Or, uh, yeah, I, I, I've only had... A few Singaporean food experiences, but yeah, it's it's such a melting pot, right? You get the curries, and then you get kind of the Chinese, and you get the Malaysian flavors. Yeah, it's a total melting pot of You've just been, cultures. Right? No, I've I've been to no, I haven't. So I've only been to Singaporean restaurants mm. outside of Singapore. So my experience is not authentic Singaporean, but it is. I've always liked it. And the street food, and our friend Teddy lives there, so she yes. <laughs> she said she'd give us a tour. So we gotta we gotta hit her up. She she knows how to eat. She knows where to eat, and she knows how to yeah, eat. Yeah, so. I remember when she was on your podcast, you kind of asked her to give us a virtual tour of and Singapore. She right? she gave us like twenty five recommendations <laughs> on that. Yeah, so if anyone is interested, go back to our uh, true crime episode. At the end of that one, I asked Ting- I asked Teddy to give us a tour of Singapore, and she gave us like a two day agenda with twenty five restaurants. So, yeah, it sounds amazing. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it always helps to have a local too. I think having a local, yeah, is really key. That's so, true. So yeah, if I ever go to Hong Kong, Isabel, I'll you got me right. You get <laughs> yes. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the best places to get your egg tarts, ah. milk tea, and pineapple buns. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I think there's a lot of bucket list destinations out there. Do you have one? I do, I do. Um, Bhutan. Really, yeah. It's known as one of the happiest countries in the world. It's mm. also one of the only places without any Western influences. So they don't have any McDonald's, they don't have any Starbucks, uh, and it has this like huge um, Buddhist influence. Yeah, so it just yeah. sounds so like mysterious as and also so different to me. Yeah. Do you have a bucket list? Oh, so so many. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about a few. So on on the docket, twenty twenty four is hopefully Japan. But yeah, up there, South Korea, mm. Singapore would be great. I, I've never seen the Great Wall, so I'd like to go to Beijing someday. 
So yeah, I've only been. Well, we'll talk about this later. My sad, sad, <laughs> limited uh, travel experience in Asia. But uh, yeah, there's so many. There's so many. So it's almost like uh, this is sad. So you're you're a lot younger than me. But when you get to a certain age, you start to think about how many trips you have left in your life. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah, right. It's it's sad, but it's kind of it's facts, right? When you, you gotta get make to, it count. <laughs> I know. So you uh, like, so I'm a teacher, so I have summers off. So I'm kind of like, well, okay, how many more trips? And then, you know, seeing my parents get older and it's harder for them. So they're not going to Vietnam when you're in your 80s, right? So I started to do some math and I'm like, I got to get going. Like, because my wife and I, we've been doing Hawaii a bunch with the kids. It's perfect for the kids. You know, Hawaii is so easy. But now they're getting older and they're getting a little more adventurous with eating and being able to handle a 15-hour flight. We're thinking, okay, we got to start checking off some of these locations yes. in the next 15, 20 years. Because, you know, you never know what health is going to be like. You never know what politics or economics. You never know. So you got to start checking these out. So, yeah, we have a lot on our list. But uh, the list is almost too long. We got to start doing it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I'm jealous of your location. Being in Hong Kong. It's not bad. You're right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you have British passport, too, so you can go almost mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very cool. Very cool. All right. Hey, we got through the first two, but are you ready for some travel trivia? Yes, let's go. <laughs> All right. Now, this is not to make a fool of you or anything. So if you don't know the answer, that is fine. This just happens. So, all right, here we go. Uh, first question, I know you'll know, but I think this is just interesting for those who don't know. Um, so one of the things that is a little bit hard about traveling is getting used to time zones. So, Isabel, I know you know this, but what is the total number of time zones in China? It's smaller than you think. Uh, really one? small. Yes. You got it. You got it. <laughs> it's just one time zone. It's really? So, it's such a wide country, east to west. Ah. But they just decided, we're just going to go one time. Let's keep it simple. Yeah. But it's kind of weird if you're on the far east, like Shanghai, and you're talking to someone in, I don't know, Urumqi or something like that. And it's 6 o'clock in the evening, but it's dark over here, but then middle of the day over there. So yeah, I wonder what that's like. I, I don't know. So that was kind of weird. All right, you came through. You, you hesitated, but you came through. With that. All right, now this one you may not know. This is a pretty random one. So I made this a multiple choice. All right, so you're Asian, but you were born in Europe, and you went back to Asia. So here's the question. What do you have to cross to go from Asia, the continent of Asia, to the continent of Europe, you cross something. Is it A, the Tobol River, B, the Western Siberian Plain, or C, the Ural Mountains? I would say B. You're close. Oh. <laughs> You're in the geographic area, but it is the Ural Mountains. So. Oh. Yes, technically, that's where the two continents smashed up against each other. Right. Created the mountains. It runs through Russia and Kazakhstan. It splits those two. So somewhere around there is where you're technically out of Asia and into Europe. But, you know, people, you know, Russians, are they European? Are they Asian? You know, it's kind of kind of hard to tell sometimes. But, but, yeah, so that's the actual physical divider between the continents. All right. Here's another weird one, but I think you you might know, you might not know. I'm not ready for this. (laughs) You're sweating? Okay. Should we turn on the air conditioning here? All right. So there is a river that you could travel and get through six Asian countries. 
What river? It's about 4,900 kilometers long. But you go through the countries of China, Myanmar, Laos, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. What river are you on? A, the Mekong River. B, the Irrawaddy River. Or C, the Red River, a.k.a. the Hong River. I would go for A. Mekong, yeah. <laughs> so if you started on the Mekong River in China, you could just sail or row or float past six different countries. So that's kind of cool. I don't oh. know if... I, there must be cruises. I mean, you must be would able you to... need passports to go through all the checkpoints? I, probably, yeah, yeah, I would think. But if you went underwater, <laughs> you could get... But that would be cool, right? That'd be a cool little tour. You start in China, you go to Myanmar or Burma and Laos, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. That's very cool. All right. Well, you did pretty well. You did pretty well. What did you get? Two out of three on oh that? Oh, my God. That's pretty good. <laughs> geography. Yeah, we, we had a, a little bit of geography conversation earlier. It did not go well. I mean, FYI, listeners, Curtis did not tell me that there was this segment. <laughs> I, like to, I like to spring that on my guests. But you're doing well. You're representing well. You're doing great. All right, so let's get back to our sound bites. Uh, we are on to question number three, which is what is your favorite travel tip or hack? All right, let me give you the tips. These are pretty good. I think these came out pretty good. All right, here we go. Uh, do you have a favorite <laughs> travel tip or hack that you use when you travel? Um, I've become a proponent of the packing cube. Um oh. I actually really like them. They're kind of nerdy, but they're basically like these little individual cubes that you put in your suitcase and you can kind of separate your stuff. And it just like prevents your suitcase from becoming that like explosion of clothes, Uh like the minute you open it at the hotel, because all of your stuff is sort of in these individual things. So it's easy to find everything. I don't know, Caitlin, what's your travel hack? I would say I'm a proponent of the packing list. (laughs) Okay. So what I do is when I go to a different place, I make a packing list. Well, this is what I did years ago. I make a packing list. I I know sort of what time of year I was going. So then I save that packing list. Uh And then when I'm going to a similar place with a similar climate, time of year, all that, I already have a starting point so I don't have to make a new packing list. So now I've got a very, like, tidy little collection going. Yeah. yeah, I can refer back to it and kind of be like, oh, that's that's about what I need. Yeah, tropical location <laughs> in April, got it. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right, you got a favorite travel tip or hack? Yes. Um, if you're trying to travel without checking your luggage, mm-hmm. one of the smartest things I'd ever seen, and this actually, I got this tip from a, uh, from a, um, from a flight attendant. Tie your shoes and jackets and stuff to the outside of your of your uh of your luggage. Yeah, uh-huh. because like it's just gotta fit underneath, right? So if you just yeah. tie the shoes to the outside, if you have like a bag and you tie your shoes to the outside, um That's true. it saves space for you for your carry-on. All right, yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah, tie that up. You can wear them around your neck, maybe too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh do you have a favorite travel tip or hack? Yes. Um a tip for traveling, traveling very minimally. Like I, I basically just wore a backpack um, the entire three, four months. And I carry a lot of neutral uh, colored clothing so that you can mix and match as much as you can. And it's really like travel 
travel lightly. <laughs> it's it's amazing, especially when um, you're going from buses to scooters to trains to you know planes. Bulkier is is not the way to go. Yeah, it's so freeing, huh? You just like I'm gonna run for this train. <laughs> yes, yes, less is more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have a favorite travel tip or hack, like way to save money or way to make your travel easier? Hack less. <laughs> you can buy yeah whatever you need you, it, and don't worry too much i think that's my rule like at the end of the when i'm at airport i'm like i have my passport and i have my babies uh-huh. that's good <laughs> that's all you need yeah maybe your phone but <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and a credit card <laughs> yeah but yeah okay yeah no you know you're not the first person to say that like good travelers actually you're friends with amy park right yeah yeah, we had her on, and she just did like a three month trip or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, and she said, "Yeah, you want to go one backpack?" <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could do one backpack, but <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty light. That's really light. But uh, yeah, she's like, "You don't want to be running for a train with a suitcase." Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you guys have a favorite travel tip or hack that you like to do? Maybe to save money or make life easier. I always bring food um, when I'm like flying out. I uh-huh. think, yeah, I'm always like got packed nowadays. There's like nothing good to eat at, a, yeah. at an yeah. airport. All right, and you and don't want to like, arrive hangry, right? <laughs> yeah. Or or do you? This is gonna sound so bizarre. I guess I can say it because we say weird things on podcasts. But um, if I'm in a plane, tens of thousands of feet in the air, and I'm eating, I want that to be like really good food. Right. Because I don't know what's going to happen to myself, if, you know, with me. Like, if it's my last meal, I want it to be something really good. And, most, yeah. and you know, like to guarantee that, I'm going to bring my own food. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, my, I have a different approach to that. And it's, I always have salt with me. I carry a tin of salt. Like my bag is right around the corner. We could go pull it out and look. But uh-huh. um, between salt and asking for lemon or lime because wherever you're eating there's at least a 50 percent chance they'll have lemon or lime i can make anything taste better uh-huh yeah 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 what kind uh, of salt that's... do you bring um you know somebody gave me a little jacobson's uh oh, yes, that's cell. Thing. yes yeah. and so i've got one of those in my purse <laughs> and i just refill it with whatever salt i happen to have on hand depending uh-huh. on when i need to refill it that's t- that's such a test kitchen answer, Lana. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my friends make fun of me until they have, we're, until we're having dinner, and they're like, "This is okay." I'm like, "No, I gotcha." Wait, it could be better. <laughs> we could make this better. Yeah, no salt, salt and a little acid. Yeah, yeah that's all yeah, you yeah. need. <laughs> hey, do you have a favorite travel tip or hack? Like maybe a way to save money or something that you always do to get you by. Yeah, saving money for sure. Uh, my my favorite is, I've only started doing this recently, but actually going to a foreign exchange shop somewhere in town. Um, a lot of people, if you go to like a first world country, you can use your credit cards more, more often. Right. But if you can't, I really suggest going to, actually calling a few exchange shops in town and requesting their rate because they vary like oh, they, wow. they, they vary so largely and so you could get really good rates at you know this like really small exchange rate (laughs) in some 
you know, random city nearby you hmm. and you could save 10, 15% wow. money. Yeah. So wow. it's pretty worth it if you put in a little bit of time exchanging your money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I typically, I, I like having a little bit of cash on me too. I, I you know, a credit card right. gives you a good rate, but you know, when you're, when you're going on the street market or you're going mm-hmm. you know, to a small shop, you feel kind of weird dropping a credit card down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Do you have a favorite travel tip or hack? I usually don't pack a lot to begin with, so then uh, I can bring things. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Always leave room in your bag for souvenirs and clothes. Jeff, what was yours? You you bring your own sheets now, right? Because <laughs> you got bed bugs or something. Oh, no. I bring my own pillowcase. Oh, pillowcase. <laughs> oh. I, went to, I went to Paris last year, and then I got this crazy mouth around my mouth rash. Like it turned all red <laughs> in Paris, so like the second day there, and my doctor was like, "It's probably from your dirty Airbnb." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. I, I think I'm gonna follow that one. Oh from yeah, Ooh, Airbnb especially. All right, so some pretty good hacks there. Do you mm-hmm. do you agree with any of those? Yes, definitely. Pack light. I know, and also always having a bit of cash with you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're away from like the the main restaurants or you're going to a smaller one. Um, yeah, I you know I'm I agree with the philosophy of traveling light, mm-hmm. but I'm also one of those be prepared dads. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like to always like oh, there's a chance of rain. I better bring like oh, you yeah. know a little bit of a thing. It's or... a lot harder when you're traveling with kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you're traveling alone, you can always tough it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they did say, you know what, you know, when you get to most of these locations, you can always spy stuff there. True, true. So, and I, I think it's kind of fun to try the local toothpaste or the local <laughs> shampoo. You know, there's slight differences. It's That's kind of, true. Yeah. It's kind of I've fun. also, um, I mean, back in the day, I used to go, tr- you know, like go shopping before my trips, as mm-hmm. in buying some new products. Like, oh, I might try this <laughs> out during my trip. But eventually I realized it never works. Uh, so <laughs> you would always end up packing way more than yeah. you need. So I stopped doing that. I only bring what I definitely use. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you do like, do you check in luggage or do you try to go carry on? Yes, I do check in luggage. I think it's because for girls, we normally might have some of those um, skincare. Yeah, large yeah. bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true too. Yeah. And like lithium batteries. <laughs> you <laughs> yes. got to have one carry on for the batteries and then one check in for liquids. Exactly. It's kind of tricky. It's kind of tricky. But uh, yeah, I, I used to travel lighter before I was a dad. <laughs> In one backpack? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a bigger, big-ish backpack. But uh, yeah, so Amy, you heard on that one, she she traveled for like three months with a backpack. Oh, wow. That's pretty hardcore. Around Asia. Yeah, I think she went to a bunch of different countries. But I did that one time. I was a backpacker kind of through China and and it poured rain for like three weeks and everything was wet. And once your shoes get wet and they just never dry, it just, it's, it got bad. I got bronchitis, you know? Oh, dear. (laughs) Yeah. So after that point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pack a poncho wherever I go. And I'm going to, you know, like there are certain experiences where you just. But how do you keep your foot from getting wet in that kind of situation? You know, whenever the socks get wet, it's just so icky. (laughs) Well, what you should have is little slippers. 
Oh, yes. You know, like something that you can slip on during the torrential rain and Mm. then keep your lace-up shoes dry in your backpack under your poncho. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good tip. So, yeah, something like that. But, yeah, some good tips out there. Uh, Everyone out there, if you have any tips, you can write to us your tips because, yeah, this is fun. I think it's fun to hear people's answers and things that they've learned along the way. And and some of these folks are older. Yeah. And some of these folks are younger. Some of them are chefs. You can hear some of their (laughs) their chef answers. It's pretty cool. It's like, yeah, they're going to enhance their food on the way or. or Yeah. Some good philosophy there. (laughs) Yeah. A little salt, a little acid. And then Andrea is a little older, right? So she's like, hey, this is my last meal. (laughs) (laughs) If this plane's going down, I'm going to go down fed well. So it's funny. Yeah. She's a character. Mm. But yeah. Okay. So that was some good answers on travel hacks. The next question is an item that you always bring with you no matter where you go. Let's start with your your answer first this time. What's an item that you, no matter where you travel to... This is the toughest question. You don't have one? I think nowadays everyone will say... If it's just one item, it's probably iPhone. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I'm starting to become a computer, bring my computer at all costs kind of guy. I didn't used to be, but I use it for so much now. You know, you use it for all. Well, I guess you could use your phone too. Do you edit your podcast while flying? I was just going to say that. Yeah, I did a little. I did a little bit of editing on the plane. And I even brought a microphone with me. Oh, wow. Not that I was going to do an interview, but I wanted to do an introduction to one episode. So I did that in the hotel. And, and things are pretty small nowadays. So you can pack some stuff. But uh, you know what my answer was? I did. We did a travel show about two years ago. I used to... I, I haven't done this for a while, but I used to love paper maps you know like not the laminated <laughs> ones not the really really big ones but you know like the 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 laminated ones because yeah i get disoriented in big cities so like in paris i, I really liked having the map so i can see you know on your phone it's so small and kind of mm-hmm. hard to navigate so i haven't done that for a while because we haven't gone anywhere really big like that so you must have excellent map reading skills i do like reading maps yeah which is not common among kids these days i, I would know, say for sure yeah. For sure, yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll still, of course, I'll use my phone. But <laughs> but I, I used to like having the lay of the land, you know, see the whole city and say, wow, that zoo is really far away. Or, you know, like it's hard to get that scale on a Yeah, on a that's phone. great survival skill as well. Because <laughs> if you're true. stuck in the wild, you don't have your iPhone, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't know if it's common anymore. Do you know, like when we went to Paris, all the rental cars were stick shift. Is that still common in Europe? Are most rental cars manual transmission? Mm, I, I can't say uh, for I Paris. Yeah. I, I, I could, I could imagine in Europe that it must not be as digitally savvy because there's kind of like a, you know, like a crowd that is always pushing back against uh-huh. this like digital transformation, right? Just yeah. being European. Yeah. So that I mean, I I learned how to drive stick shift in high school, and it came in handy because they were like, "Okay, here's your car," and it was a stick shift. And if you've ever watched like Amazing Race or something, sometimes that comes out where they have a car and it has to be a manual transmission. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's not like something that you pack, but I guess it's one of those skills that you need to have. All right, let's go on to our next topic. So, what item do you always bring with you, no matter where you go? I would I would say. A little, a small water bottle. 
I don't think enough people understand the virtue of a little 16-ounce <laughs> Nalgene. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, everybody's always packing those giant boys, and I'm just like, no, no, no. Too heavy. Anywhere you go, pretty much, when you travel, there's going to be water. Yeah. And I love the little bottle life. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably say uh, my computer. Generally, wherever we go, we <laughs> like to record everything. So, yeah. Um, and also, like, We've come to the conclusion that it's best to start writing your travel post while you're in the destination. <laughs> like when mm, that's a when big you're one. like it's the most excited about it and it's freshest in your mind. Like you know, just taking a few minutes to write uh, part of your travel post at the end of every day. Um, yeah, is is uh, what we like to do. So that like otherwise you get back and you you have this mountain of photos and you're like, what did we do this day? And like it can get com- confusing. So. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, what's a travel item you like to bring with you no matter where you're going? Long or short trip, you're going to bring this item. I mean, does my laptop count? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I go nowhere Nowadays. Without. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. Remember when we used to have to have print out stuff on paper and yes. tickets? And all yes. Stuff? Remember like MapQuest? <laughs> yeah. You have to like print it out and then have it in the car and drive and follow it. Or uh, what was the uh, the guide? What was it? Thomas guide? Thomas guys, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, no joke. I when I went to Paris in like 2005, I brought a compass with me because <laughs> you know because you no, get yeah. turned around yeah. on the streets. Yeah. So I brought I actually brought a compass with me. All right. And is there a travel item that you always bring with you no matter where you're going? Sounds so silly, but sunscreen. I'm not kidding. I need sunscreen everywhere I go, and yeah. my travel buddy in all the countries I visited. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, what's one travel item, even if you are packing light, what's one travel item that you will bring no matter where you go? Uh, journal. Do you go pencil and paper or will you go digital? Uh, both. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Like everyday stuff, I have it on my iPad and my thoughts and everything. Brain dump. It's my notebook. Yeah. Okay. Do you have an item, well, besides salt, do you have an item that you like to bring when, no matter where you're going, it's something that you always bring with you when you travel? I have a memory foam pillow that I mm. always take with me. It fits into like an overnight bag. It's because it's, I know I will get a decent night's sleep if I have that little pillow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've got anything. Like, my first thought was ID, wallet. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> Except, you know what? Given my history of losing my wallet and ID, I think that's pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get that. That that's true. All right. Hey, is there a travel item that you always like to bring with you, no matter where you go? Yeah, this is pretty simple, but uh, two trash bags. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I always put two trash bags in my carry-on. And I use it every single time, whether, you know, if it's, I usually use mainly for laundry, Uh but when it's, when you go to the beach or something and you have dirty sandals, like sandy Uh sandals, I always have like a trash bag to put it in. (laughs) Or if you buy all these like random trinkets that you don't want to have all over your suitcase, I put it in the trash bag and just stuff it in there and just keeps everything in one place, which is really nice. The poor man's packing cube. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) No, I love it. Yeah, you know, some of these things that you have like a hundred of them and you're like, oh, you know, but then when you really need one, (laughs) 
know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh man, I wish I had a garbage a plastic bag right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's pouring rain, you need a poncho or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Couple trash bags. Throw it in the carry-on, throw it in your in your suitcase. All right. Uh what's a travel item that you pack with you no matter where you're going? My computer. <laughs> Yeah, you can't live with that. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't not work. So. Uh, yeah, a little occupational hazard of being the the yeah. owner. <laughs> Are you a computer person now? Do you carry your computer anywhere, everywhere? Not necessarily. Okay. Yeah, I do. Whenever I travel, if it's not for work, I do try to give myself a bit of that digital break. Hmm. Yeah, you go in a place like Bali, you don't have good Wi-Fi anyways. <laughs> oh, they do have oh, they really do? good Wi-Fi because there's this like digital nomads culture going on. Oh, that's on. right. Yeah, so like people are cafe hopping. Cafes have way better Wi-Fi than uh, your own villas. Wow, yeah. okay. All right, I take it back. Sorry, Bali, I take it back. <laughs> Wi-Fi is great in Bali. See, that's, yes. why, that's why you're here as well. I, I like the trash bag answer too. You know, it's yeah. so light. It's so easy. You can bring two different sizes, one big one, one little <laughs> yeah, and it's a bag for your dirty laundry. Yeah, and it could be for anything. Yeah, you get a little motion sick. You need to throw up. You need to True. get trash bag in your uh, <laughs> in your in your carry on. Yeah, and you know the funny answer about the ID, I just happened to me. I was we were dro- we drove down here to L.A., but then we we're gonna catch a flight to Hawaii. So we were driving down, and about twenty minutes from my house. I realized I didn't have my wallet because I was so busy packing the car. You know how it is? You're packing, 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 and you're going inside and outside of the house. And normally I pack my wallet. As soon as I go out the door, I put my wallet in my in my pocket. But we were going in and out, carrying the luggage, making sure the doors are locked, the timer for the lights are on, the cats are fed, all this stuff. And I ran out and go, okay, we're good. Double-checked everything. Stove is off. Windows are latched. You know, all that stuff you have to do before you leave the house. And I, we were driving down from san francisco and luckily 20 minutes in i remembered i go where's my wallet because if we got down to san diego and i had to get on that flight it'd be like i'll see you guys later (laughs) lucky you remember it and it wasn't like four hours in you know exactly so it was a little bit of a 45 minute detour back and and down but uh but yeah you still made your flight still oh well yeah we gave ourselves an extra day Ah. but it wasn't the time so much but it was like oh that would have been a bummer Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't have a passport. I gotta get. <laughs> I gotta get. I haven't left the country in in long enough. My passport. So you don't have a passport right all now. All I have is a driver's license. Oh my god! So it's so crazy how you could go to Hawaii, which is quite far from the mainland, still right? The and you still States. don't need a passport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've been going to Hawaii lately. We haven't left the country, so I need to get one though. But. Normally, I would bring both IDs just in case, right? Because if you lose it in Hawaii, <laughs> what are you going to do? Send the family home and have them bring it back? I don't know. But uh, yeah, so some good answers there. You know, journal, sunscreen, a couple computer answers. The pillow one, I got to start doing that. I get it. I, I get it. I went to this hotel and they had the thickest pillow. <laughs> I felt like my neck was at 90 degrees. <laughs> it was the worst. I got home. I couldn't I couldn't look down. I, my neck was so jacked up. So, I got to find a small one. I think I think the one she was talking about it rolls up into a ball mm. in a little stuff sack cuz you you don't have you can't carry a full-size pillow. But I got to no, ask her. I- Actually, um, during my first year of uni, I was kind of working this part-time job as an executive assistant for a CEO of a global company. Uh And he would travel with his 
full pillow. Uh-huh. So he he would have his office arrange delivery of that pillow <laughs> to the hotel that he's going to stay at before his arrival. Uh-huh. You know, one one hotel, I guess it was a little bit of a fancier hotel. They had when you reserved the room, they had a box. Ah, yeah. Do you like a flatter pillow? Do you like a softer pillow? Oh, Goose like they down? would have a whole pillow menu. You had you, a pillow right? menu. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so I guess you could probably ask most places, do you have a thinner pillow? But I, I was just like, we were only there for two nights. I was like, oh, I'll just suck it up. But then, yeah, that mm. huge mistake. So either bring a pillow or ask for a thinner pillow, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so those are some fun answers. Um, yeah, all right. So we're going to go to the last question, but hopefully you have recovered from our last trivia questions because I have <laughs> some more. more. I have some more. <laughs> of course I have more. You think you think we're going to stop at three oh, questions? Dear. Get you, my Google ready. <laughs> no, no, no. No Googling allowed. All right, this one, for some reason I feel like you know this one. Maybe not. All right. What island could you visit and visit three different countries? So one island is divided up by three countries. Oof. I have no clue. Uh, let's see. What what hint can I give you? Uh, orangutan? Think of orangutans. Malaysia. Close. You're in the neighborhood. Borneo. Oh, right. Borneo actually has Malaysia. Part of it is... is Saw under the Malaysian sovereignty, part of it is part of Indonesia, mm. and Brunei. Brunei oh, is wow. surrounded by the other two. Ooh. So that's kind of cool, though. You can go one island, and I think it's the, I think it's the largest island in Asia. Even, wow. even bigger than Hokkaido. I learned something new today. I'm glad, yeah. Hope everyone <laughs> out there, that's pretty cool, right? You can go to one island and go to three different countries. So yeah. you have to cross the borders, I guess, but that sounds pretty cool. So cool. All right. Now, this is, I, I, this is going to sound bad, but I like, I like countries that have a little bit of a colony background. Because I'm not, okay, of course imperialism was terrible, right? For a lot, a lot of people. But it created these cool, uh, is cool the right word? Interesting or fascinating places. You live in one of them, right? Hong Mm -hmm. Kong is a fascinating mix of British and Chinese culture. It's become kind of its own thing. Uh, So I'm going to name a country and you tell me, you want to go colonizer or colony? (laughs) Oh my God. All right, I'll give you the colony, and you tell me. Uh, okay. All right, we'll start with an easy one. You ready? Macau. Uh, Portugal. Portugal, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love Macau. Macau's kind of cool. But all right, anyway, this one, this one is kind of interesting because there's more than one correct answer. The Philippines. Oh, yes. Uh, S- Spain. Yeah. Japan. Br- yeah, briefly. And the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a real mix. Yeah. In the Philippines. And everyone wanted it because the location is prime and the agriculture. Yeah. But it's created an interesting, interesting culture, right? And you know, cuisine as well. Cuisine, language, you yeah. know, a lot of surnames, a lot of <laughs> Spanish, Spanish names, surnames yeah. and even Spanish language in Tagalog. Yeah. But then, you know, the U.S. presence, the military presence and stuff. So, so interesting. Uh, this one, I think, you know, is Laos. Well, all of Southeast Asia at one point. Not all of it. But Laos, Vietnam, Cambodia was all part France. of... Yeah, Indochine. Right, yeah. Yeah, Indochina. So kind of interesting, right? So all these places have little smatterings of 
of their former colonizers culture. Like we were talking to Teddy about some Singlish mm. and she said there's this term called ghostan, but it means go astern. Like you're backing up. <laughs> oh. So someone's backing their car up. You're like, ghostan, ghostan means to back up. It comes from the British. So there's a lot of British isms. And of course they speak English there. So yeah. That's kind of that one. And then Macau, everyone loved. We were just talking about Portuguese Don Tot, right? Yes. The Macanese uh, Don Tot with the little creme brulee topping mm-hmm. of it. That's the best. Yeah. Funny story. We we had a, a oxtail. You like oxtail stew? Yes. And we love it, right? And so we got together with our friends who are Portuguese. And she's like, yeah, the Portuguese, we do this oxtail stew. And so we got together with them. And we are like, okay, you bring your Chinese version of oxtail stew and we'll bring our... Portuguese version and we got there and it's almost identical. Wow. It's tomato based and it had but you know there's a little bit more soy sauce and flavors in the Chinese one but basically the same recipe just a little different and it it probably had to do with the Portuguese that they were in Macau and Hong Kong and so the flavors were regional but the style and the method of cooking it was it was kind of interesting so I, I, I like the idea of these places being unique fusions but of course there was there was suffering and there was a lot of mistreatment of people but i I still think it's kind of a cool thing when you visit these places to see the leftovers but all right you did okay you did okay Ah. you didn't totally embarrass yourself I did. No, no, I so no, did. No, no. <laughs> Have you been to a lot of Southeast Asian countries? At all? Um, I think I've been to the Philippines, Indonesia, Bali, right? okay. uh, Thailand. I haven't been to Vietnam. That's one uh, place that I am trying to go visit yeah, this year. Yeah. No, I'd love to go there too. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a bunch. Like I said, Cambodia hasn't been on my list, but you know, maybe I got to add that. But for sure, Philippines would be great. Mm. Especially the um, uh, seaside islands. Yeah. Like Boracay, Cebu. Yeah. Underrated, right? Like not, like people know Bali. People know, uh, what's the, what's the island that uh, starts with an M? Mauritius? No. I forget. Maldives. Maldives. Yeah. Yes. Everyone knows those. But Philippines. Mm-hmm. We had a guy on who travels a lot to the Philippines, and he said you could just hire a guy yeah, to take you with a boat, to take you to a private island for the day, and it is like a hundred less than 100 bucks or something like that for the whole day. Pretty much, and yeah. you get tired of one island, he'll take you to another island, <laughs> you know, and, and the reefs are just more pristine because there's not a lot of ton of people out there. That's true. So, and the exchange rate really good? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, okay, so we got to gonna add philippines to the list the list is getting long this is getting long okay would you do bali or philippines if you really want beaches i'm sorry my filipino friends i'm gonna go for bali for the overall (laughs) yes yes yeah okay no fair enough i think that's fair enough all right um we're gonna go to the last question which is disaster stories so get your disaster story ready All right, so let's see if I'm in the right spot. Uh, do you guys have any travel disaster stories? 
Prague. Oh my God, yes. I got pickpocketed <laughs> in Prague. So after college, we went on a three week Euro trip. And day two, oh, no. <laughs> I got pickpocketed. Uh. And, and we almost had our passports like confiscated in this like really scary i won't go okay. into it because it's like it's actually well documented long, but, like, on there the was blog like, if you want to read <laughs> okay. about it yes it's well documented okay. on the blog okay. if you look at our prog post but it was like i was so shook and then uh. crazily enough at the end of the trip so i lost my wallet got stolen right out of my bag and then at the end of the trip i got the wallet huh. back in paris because a person on the streets of Prague picked up my wallet wow. and was like, wow, I hope, like, I, let me reach out to this person. She found me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I was, okay, this is TMI. I was literally on the toilet <laughs> in Italy. And I was like, let me check LinkedIn and see what's going wow. on back in the real world. And this lady from Prague DM'd me and was like, hey, found your wallet. So I had her mail it to my friend Amazing. who was living in uh, Edinburgh at the time but was going to meet us in Paris. <laughs> my friend meets us at the airport and she says, here's your Amazing. wallet. Wow. Okay. Happy <laughs> ending then. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it was insane though. Okay. So read more at what the blog. <laughs> uh, any travel disaster stories? No. I've been lucky enough. Okay. No, I lie. I have a travel <laughs> disaster story for you. When my grandfather passed away, my son was about just about one and a half, I think maybe two. And um, we were trying to get him off of breastfeeding. So uh, his mom was <laughs> like, you know, why don't you take him to the to the funeral with you? And just the two of you go. And I was like, man, <laughs> I don't know how that trip was going to go. But I uh -huh. took him. And the whole, the flight, he was like excited. He's watching. He's like, you know, babbling to people beside him. Everybody's loving him. We get there. It's only like maybe four days. He's loving it. Every once, once, maybe every other day, he's like, mommy. And I'm like, oh, mommy's at home. You know, we'll, we'll go see her later. But he just, everything was new and everything was great. And he was meeting new people. Flight back. The minute we got on the plane, he just started screaming. He just started, he started screaming. Right. He screamed the entire flight he, until oh. he fell asleep. He fell asleep screaming and he woke up screaming. Oh, and I was man. like, oh, my God. So it was like he just built up all of it and just like on the uh. flight back. It's just like he just let it all out. And then the, on the on the way off the plane, you're like, kick your head down, you know, no Man. eye contact. <laughs> Man, I was so embarrassed. But I'll tell you the the what I will say is that all the other um you, you, all the other uh, uh, passengers were so cool. They were like, oh, I have some Cheerios. You think he wants Cheerios? <laughs> and oh, do you you know like maybe he needs this? They were trying to be helpful, and and that was yeah, that was a blessing. <laughs> but sometimes they're just not having it. <laughs> he wasn't having it that flight, man. That's tough. That's <laughs> tough. All right, man. Thanks. All right, brother. Thanks. Do you have any travel disaster stories? Oh, my God. Um, back in 2017, my family and I were doing a six-week trip kind of all over um, East Asia and Southeast Asia. The day I was leaving for Japan, I went to this really popular sushi restaurant, and I ended up getting a stomach virus <laughs> oh, no. that day, and I had to go on the plane. So it was a disaster getting on the plane, having the stomach virus, going to Cambodia, uh -huh. landing in Cambodia. My sister's yakking on the plane. I 
<laughs> yeah, I just had it. Um, and I couldn't eat for 72 hours. And I think the, the moment I did, was, was I in Cambodia or Thailand then? I think after Cambodia, I was in Thailand. I got food poisoning again. <laughs> that is, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Something finished. I've learned is two weeks before you go traveling to a new place, take probiotics. It's changed the game for me. And um, mm. a lot of people, when they talk about Bali, talk about Bali belly. I've been to Bali three times, never gotten Bali belly. And mm. I swear on my probiotics two weeks beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> Strengthens well, your gut lining and your system. What are you doing? You doing acidophilus? What else are you doing? It's, it's this company called Mary's. Um, they have it at like Whole Foods and everything. Okay, but okay. it... I, I swear by it. Like I, right. I've never really gotten food poisoning ever since then. And when I don't take it, I got food poisoning. Oh man! All right, yeah. So what? what one pill a day is pretty easy. A day, yep. Hey man, who can't do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll throw that in as a travel tip as well. <laughs> a little probiotics, some sunscreen, and travel lightly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you have any travel disaster stories? Uh, actually my honeymoon. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's not a disaster, but we, I always wanted to go a long trip for a honeymoon. So we did a three week trip to Italy. I heard no one does that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, because if you go to Italy, like you want to see like other places, that's, uh, and we only stayed in Italy. Um, Mm. because we were staying there for so long, like our budgets were tight and we got like all sorts of hotels. Like we started at two star and then went up to three star and four star. And the last <laughs> year, we were like, whoa, this is a, our honeymoon hotel. <laughs> yeah. When we first got there, we were extremely tired and we found out like this very sad building was our first hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and the door wasn't even shutting properly. And the window was kind of like creaky open. So it was very sad. <laughs> it was very sad. You're like we this, were worried yeah. actually if like, cause anyone could come in. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. 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 It started that way, but it was good. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel that, you know, because you want to, you want it to be the trip of a lifetime, right? You have all this expectation, a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't know that we were both not planners. So we just like <laughs> book a trip, let's just go. And we had no plans and it wasn't right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of what honeymoons are. You learn a little bit about each other. Yeah. yeah. But it was fun. <laughs> we, we had so yeah. much fun there. In a lot of no, in some ways, I almost recommend to people, you know, don't put the first trip. Maybe just do a shorter one or do an easier one, and then maybe one year later, you know, once oh. you you figure out your travel style. And that's very wise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you all have any disaster stories? Travel disaster stories? Well, like not near disasters. Like I have been known to like show up on the wrong day for a flight <laughs> <laughs> early or late <laughs> one time it was early about the both times they were early okay, and one time okay. we actually like showed up at 
the airport. And we're like, we're ready to go. And they're like, you don't have a ticket. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have a seat. (laughs) Tomorrow you do. It was a test run. It was a practice run. You know what? That's the way to go, though. If you're going to get the day wrong, you did it the right way. You don't want to be a day late. Yeah. Yeah. And recently I did that last year again, too. That was the second time last year. And I I said to my husband, I'm like, why the hell can't I check in yet for that damn flight? It won't let me check in. It won't let me check in. What is wrong? And then I was like, wait Stupid a technology. second. technology. Wait a second. We're not going till tomorrow. Man, I, um, you know what? I recently booked a hotel room, a hotel room for the wrong month. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, and I got this little email from the hotel saying, please rate your stay. And I was like, what's going oh, no. on? Why would I rate my stay? Is this spam? What's going on? Went and checked it out. And was like, oh, okay. Oh, no. Well, that just happened. <laughs> right. I, so you had to pay, they pay you 100% price? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, they, they would yeah. not, they were not right. willing to move right. or change anything. So, <laughs> yeah. Any uh, any travel disasters you've had? Uh, I guess not a specific like disaster story, but when I did go to Paris last year, uh, on the second day at Airbnb, I started to get a skin reaction oh, no. <laughs> under my mouth, oh. and it slowly spread to like around my nose and through my eyes, Ooh. and. I'm still recovering from it. It's been eight or nine months huh. and I've been to like multiple doctors and dermatologists, but one of the, like the main causes might've been like a dirty pillow or like dirty sheets. Yeah. And so my doctors recommended me from now on to bring your own pillowcase wherever you travel and just replace it. It's very, you know, very easy. And just in case uh, they don't clean it, I'm sure yeah. some people, you know, cut corners sure. there. So I highly recommend <laughs> bring your own like pillowcase. And I learned, I learned it from that. Learn the hard way. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. pretty much. Yeah, it'd be extra safe. You can put the pillow in the trash bag and then put your pillowcase. <laughs> That's <on> the- right. <laughs> <laughs> Double layer protection. <laughs> Do you have any travel disaster stories? Oh my goodness, this happened recently in Paris. It was like all flights getting canceled uh, um just everything that could go wrong in a travel went wrong during that that trip so oh man it was you're making fun. me not want to go to paris you guys i know i know it's just <laughs> situation too uh, <laughs> all right some disasters uh do you have any disaster stories as well it's funny. A lot of them happen oh. in Europe, and hmm. mine also happens in Europe in huh. Italy. So um, I had this like food poisoning on a work trip to oh, no. <laughs> Italy. So my company back then um, was headquartered in Bologna, which uh-huh. is a city an hour away from Milan. Right. And I would commute to Milan every day, like one hour train ride. Uh-huh. And so on this fine day, I finished my breakfast. I think I had. <laughs> Bacon and pancakes. Like a big breakfast. <laughs> Something like that. And um, and then I went for my train ride. And when I got on the train, I started feeling something like uh-huh. a sharp pain in my stomach. And then I tried to go on the train. But because the train was moving, yeah. it was so distracting. I just couldn't go. Uh-huh. So I, 
I felt like my face probably went really pale. I was sweating the whole way. Uh-huh. And then when we finally arrived at Milan Central Station, I ran because it's a huge station. Uh-huh. I finally found a toilet. And then I just realized that toilet is like one of those paid toilets that you would need a coin. <laughs> Local currency. Exactly, yeah. to go in. So I only had like bank notes. Uh-huh. And then I was just so desperate. I was just, I found this lady. I was like, oh, I need coins. And then the lady just like, she was really unbothered. She pointed at the machine next to the toilet, uh-huh. which was a machine that you could like slot in a right. note and then you would get some coins. And I mean, I did the business, went to the office, but I still had to call in sick at oh, some man. point. It was just really bad. I had to go back to Bologna. That's the worst. Stomach, stomach. <laughs> troubles affect so much exactly. of your life yeah. yeah no that's tough yeah I, i've never gotten sick like that overseas mm, lucky yeah i mean knock on wood <laughs> i've gotten food poisoning in the states before and yeah it's no fun yeah especially yeah it would just ruin your trip I've, I've been paranoid about getting COVID, you know, when you uh, travel. I'm like, oh, that would... Have you not gone COVID yet? We got it once at home, right. but we went to... So in 2021, we went to Hawaii. In 2022, we went to Florida, and we had all those Disney World tickets, and I was like, oh, no, if we get COVID on the way over, so we were wearing masks. We were kind yeah. of paranoid, and it worked out, but I was just imagining, oh, no, 10 days in a hotel when you're on vacation. That's like, true. That's terrible. true. Terrible, but yeah... Uh, some of these sound really rough. <laughs> I missed a train one time for our, on our honeymoon. We went to Paris and we were staying outside. Paris again. Yeah, Paris again. <laughs> we were staying outside of town uh, a little ways out, kind of near Euro Disney. So it was like a 45 minute, you take the RER, the RER train. And it's like a 40 minute trip. And we got in line for the Eiffel Tower like maybe 8 o'clock at night or something. And the last train is like 11. So we were like, oh, three hours should be plenty of time. But the line was so long. By the time we got in there and we got to the top, it was almost time. And we, But we were like, we're not going to run down. <laughs> we just spent so much time to get to the top. So we just sucked it up. And so we had to get a hotel in Paris mm. at midnight. <laughs> How romantic. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a disaster. But it was kind of like, well, we had to pay extra money. But luckily, the hotel had room for us. It was a cheaper one. You know, we carried a guidebook. Do you guys use to people, got audience out there, do you carry guidebooks? Is it one books? of those, those um, Rick's, lonely Yeah. Planets. Ours is called Rick Steves. You ever heard right. of their blue? Right. And he had a list of hotels, you know, cheaper and more expensive. And I had that in my backpack. And we just went down the list and called them up. And they had a room. And so it was fine. It was 100 bucks or something. Nice. Like that, but nice. it wasn't too bad. But, uh, yeah. So that was... Yeah, I can't think of anything worse than that. It wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was a story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so everyone out there, I hope you enjoyed listening to these stories. Uh, and hopefully they haven't happened to you. But if they have, <laughs> let us know. You can write us in. All right. Are you ready for the lightning round, Isabel? Yes, let's go. <laughs> these will be easier. These are easier than the trivia. Trust me, trust me. All right. What is your country count? Do you know... How many countries you've been to? I'll tell you mine. Mine is so sad. I've been to 10 countries. That's not bad. Including the U.S. <laughs> that's not bad. That's okay. There's so many states in the U.S. Yeah, also. That's, that's true. Well, there's a lot I haven't been to, but yeah, only 10. So only like three in Asia. I've been to Taiwan, Hong Kong, China, and Macau. Right. So four. I think my count should be somewhere around 25. Oh, all yeah. right. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
Europe is easy because you can, you can hit like 10 countries. Yeah, it's so for, easy. Yeah. Like you can just like do a few countries in one day if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a train, get like 12 in in one, yeah. one week. Yeah. So I definitely want to do more countries in Europe. And then, yeah, Southeast Asia sounds like you can go on the Mekong River and get six right there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Just from one boat ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know I have friends who said they want to do 50 by 50. Wow. Which I've already passed. <laughs> so it's too late for me. But that's a pretty good goal. That's a really... What about 60 by 60? <laughs> oh, I got to do 50 more in the next eight years. I don't know. But yeah, that's kind of cool. I don't know if I want to have that goal per se, but I'd like to get a couple more in at least. Mm-hmm. But all right, next question. Now, this is, a, this is a, a blatant plea to these companies to sponsor this podcast. Do you have a favorite airline? Yes, I do. It's um, I'm not sure how to say it. It's a Eva Airlines uh-huh. or EVA. Yeah, it's that Taiwanese. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. Yeah, yeah I like them too. Uh, Singapore is good too. I, I've flown Singapore Airlines before. They're pretty good too. I like these Asian chains because they give you the option of Asian food or mm, Western yes. food. I like, and that. also customer service is always pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, how about hotel chain? Do you have a chain? Some people are very loyal to their hotel. I have to say I don't. Like yeah. I like to discover like maybe boutique hotels or some maybe special hotels depending on the location that I go to. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very cool. Because I, I think every location, even if you had loyalty to, let's say, a yeah, Marriott or something, every location is different anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going to get anything out of it. Yeah. Have you ever showed up somewhere without a hotel reservation? No. <laughs> I, I did that once. And it's a little bit scary. If you get in a little later, you don't know. Where was that? It was Hong Kong. Oh, my God. Yeah, I actually showed up in Hong Kong because I was in, I was traveling around China uh-huh. and I didn't know my exact return date. I was just kind of wandering around. So I didn't know my exact return date and I just showed up in Hong Kong like at dinner time, six or seven. And I was like, there's got to be a room somewhere. <laughs> So I ended up going to, uh, I don't even know if they have, they call them guest houses. Oh, yes. There are a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. And if, um, for the worst case scenario, you would always have Hotel McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just went and it's one of these places where they have like three different bedrooms and you share a bathroom and it was really cheap. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping, I was sleeping on like a, a cot. It wasn't like a full on bed. But it had, yeah. But it was fine, and, wow. and this building had a bunch. Like every floor was a different one, run by a different person. Wow! This is in the nineties. So okay, <laughs> I don't know if they still. And do it wasn't it. like Chongqing Mansion. It was not like that, but it was ish. It mm-hmm. was kind of like that style, where you like a hostel. I see. But yeah, I was I was younger and braver. Wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, and I didn't even speak Chinese, so I was like taking my hands. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I could be a dead man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it worked out pretty good. So I, I don't think I would do that now with a family of four. <laughs> My wife would kill me if it's like, oh, by the way, we're just going to wing it. But it's kind of freeing in a way, just showing up and see what happens. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I would do that. And it's got to be a big city too. So you, like That's you, true, like you yeah. said, there's a 24-hour McDonald's that you can just sit there. <laughs> yeah. Or a, sa- a sauna in Korea or something. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. This is going to be, you have to choose one. All right. If you only had one trip in 2024, now I know this would be hard for you. Would you choose city, beach, or mountain? Beach. Really? Yes. I'm a city person. Though beaches are great. Yeah. It's because I already live in 
uh, a city. You yeah, know? it doesn't yeah. feel like you're escaping your daily life if you go to another city. Yeah, true. How long can you sit on a beach? Can you go to a beach and sit there for eight hours? Yes, I have done really? that actually. Okay. Yeah, from um, my last trip to Bali, I went there from from the opening time of the beach club <laughs> until the closing time, uh, and I got proper tanned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just bring a book or a yeah, I had like a Kindle. I have phones, and I was just chilling by the pool, and then just was just doing nothing. Yeah. Listening yeah. to a couple episodes of Infatuation Podcast. Oh, yes, of, of course. course. right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone should do that. Download a bunch just in case you're on a beach for eight hours. Exactly. You never know. All right. Would you rather go to an ancient city or a modern metropolis? Ancient city. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's what's a city that you would recommend? Have you been to Angkor Wat or even the... No. Um, I would... I don't think that's an ancient city, but then, um, you know, like somewhere in turkey mm-hmm. i think that will be something that i want to do yeah yeah no i i i think there's thousand year old buildings there you know like yeah some of the like america is so young we have you know the oldest thing is 250 yeah. years or like machu picchu yeah yeah that would be cool yeah i mean i i, I know cairo is kind of messed up but it'd be kind of cool to see the, the pyramids yeah. but yeah Okay, very cool. I mean, I think I think Europe to me is ancient. You know, when you see, <laughs> like, we went to France and and yeah, every church there, the first church we saw, this is amazing. But then there's like twenty more just like it. Yeah, and they're all four or five hundred years old. It's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for us, you know, like I said, in San Francisco, it's only one hundred and fifty years old, right? So there's nothing like that. So mm. for us, that was kind of neat. All right, you have to think about this. Would you rather go five days going four-star hotels and white tablecloths or 10 days at like two and a half star and hole-in-the-wall restaurants? I would say five days in four stars. Yeah. Yeah. I think it depends on the country, right? Like if if you go to the Philippines, you're probably okay going cheaper, right? Like. I I think actually for that one, I've heard it would be safer to stay with hotels if you are Uh, new to the Philippines. Yeah. All right. But also, I'm not a high school student anymore. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then the star rating varies from country to country. Like, two-star in China is very different than two-star somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, you got to know your... You got to look it up a little bit. I I kind of agree with you. Yeah. There are some countries where I think you can go cheaper for sure. Yeah. And there's some countries where it's like, you might want to spend a little more. On a nicer hotel. Exactly. Especially um, if you stay with a hotel, there would be like receptionists who are there to help you out, maybe help you call a taxi and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe cleaner water. (laughs) Yes, probably. And cleaner pillowcases, maybe? (laughs) Apparently that's a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I think that's it, Isabel. I think you survived oh my God. another travel episode. Woo. Hey, uh, best of luck with everything. You're doing a really cool job with Proudly Asian. Thank you. Uh, I enjoy seeing all the food. So <laughs> who knows? Maybe we'll have another meal together. We'll see. Yes, we'll see. We definitely will. So everyone check out Proudly Asian's Instagram. You might even see me or my hand in, in, in one of these pictures. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, everyone out there, if you want to learn more about Proudly Asian and Isabel's podcast, you can go find her at Proudly Asian or Proudly.Asian on social media and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Basically, whatever you're listening to now, you can find Isabel's podcast there as well. 
and give give her and us a like and a follow wherever you listen to us. We'll take your reviews. We'll take your ratings. We'll take whatever we can get. You can write to us at infatuationpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your travel stories, whether they're good stories, hacks, disasters, whatever you want. You can send that our way. You can also follow us at Infatuation Podcast over at Facebook or Instagram. So everyone out there, hey, thanks so much for listening. We hope that you are traveling right now as you listen to us. That would be great. If not, we hope that you're planning a trip soon because the world is waiting for you out there. Uh, So I guess that does it for our special Los Angeles edition. We hope that you're all happy, healthy, and safe out there. Talk to you soon. Bye, Bye, everyone. All right. Well, that does it for us. Thank you, Sarah and Caitlin, so much. Hey, whenever I know it's been a minute since you've been to San Francisco, so you got to come back and let me know. We'll we'll go grab some uh some San Francisco style dim sum or something. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> totally. All right. All right. Thank Th- you. Thanks so much for your time. All right. Thanks so much, Curtis. This was fun. Talk to you soon. Yeah, this is great. Okay. Bye, y'all. Cool. All right. So we'll keep in touch and yeah, just let us know what's going on. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thanks again. I really do appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for this. All right. Have brother. a good one. You too, brother. Thanks again. See ya. All right, Amy. Thanks so much, man. Have a great afternoon and best of luck to you. Thank you so much, Curtis. You too. And I'm so looking forward to all the other people who get to be a part of your show. And oh, man. Super, super honored to be here. Ah, Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good afternoon and we'll talk to you soon. Much, Curtis. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye. All right. Thanks so much, Alyssa. This is really fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. And have a good afternoon. Of course. Thank you. Have a good Okay. Thanks. Have a good night. Thank you both. That was fun. We could do this for hours and hours. I, I know. I know. Between the two of you, you could talk cooking for a long, long time. We can. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get to do it in person. Yeah. Soon. Come out, Lon. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah, of us maybe are here. In August. <laughs> okay. Oh, that'd be, fun. August. That'd be yeah. fun. That'd be fun. That'd be super fun. Yeah. All right. Well, have a great afternoon or evening, depending on where you're living right now. And uh, this will be out in a couple weeks. But thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Happy to. Absolutely. Yes. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. All right. Have a great weekend, everyone. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, Jeff. Cool. Thanks so much, man. That was fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your time. I'll tag you when we uh, post this up. But I, I think, what did I say on the top here? I think we're going April 18th on this one, so a couple weeks. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Curtis. Yeah, keep in touch. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll uh, hit up some of your, like you said, you had some other creators. Maybe maybe the, what's it called? Up Upsiders? Oh, Uprisers. Uprisers. Oh, yeah. Mich- Michelle Hanabusa. She'll be a great um, person to talk to. Okay. Yeah. She's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Next time you see her, say, hey, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll definitely, I'll send you an email later. Perfect. Uh, with all her links and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Have a great afternoon. You got some sunshine down there today? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful today. Finally. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's <been nuts>. <laughs> it's <laughs> we survived the blizzard of 23. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, hey, if you're ever, gotcha. ever in town, let me know. We'll grab something. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. Yeah, you're not far away. I, I can occasionally go there, so we'll definitely have, have time to link up sometime. Yeah, perfect. 
and uh, you can see how bad I dress. You'll be like, oh no, this guy. <laughs> we'll go to a Unicol later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah, we'll go on a little. We'll do a live update of uh, my fashion update of makeover. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Have a good afternoon, and thanks so much. All right, thank you so much. Okay, thank you, Curtis. Catch you. Take care. See ya. All right. Well, that does it. So thanks for everything. Thank thanks you so much. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, thanks no, for uh, suggesting for this podcast yeah yeah no of course <laughs> all right Love. we'll catch you guys later one of these days yeah well i gotta i gotta meet you down in la and do and see you guys down there yeah hit me up of course all right I'm around <laughs> yeah yeah all right thanks Alrighty. again guys bye everyone have a good Thank weekend all right bye-bye <laughs> all right that is a wrap Yay! cool Okay. Should we knock out a few more episodes while we're? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I got Let's another... do the whole season. <laughs> I got another two hours on here. We can do nice. That.